from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Long lines were reported at election boards this morning as early voting began in Ohio. ONN's Dave James reports. Hundreds waited outside board offices in Hamilton, Franklin, and Cuyahoga counties, which serve voters from the three biggest cities of Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland, respectively. Similar lines were reported across Ohio. Most voters wore masks and bundled up against chilly morning temperatures. Disinfectants and masks will be offered to voters, and six feet spacing is marked for standing in line. Elections officials are hoping voters will take advantage of early voting opportunities between now and Election Day, November 3rd. Besides weekday voting, early voting will be available the two weekends before the election. In Cincinnati, Hamilton County's voting center is double the usual space this year. Officials also urge those voting by mail not to wait till the final days, risking their vote arriving late if the Postal Service is running behind. Dave James, Owen in News. Boards of election around the state will be putting special precautions in place, such as spacing out voting machines to mitigate COVID-19 concerns during early in-person voting. Yolanda Harris spoke to Franklin County elections officials. As for masks, they will be provided, but you are not mandated to wear one in order to vote. If they don't have a mask, we'll have masks available for anyone that wants to. We'll offer curbside voting for those who don't want to wear a mask. If a voter wants to uh, to vote, then they need to be they are allowed to vote. Now, if you are voting by absentee ballot. The Board of Elections says it will begin processing your ballots as soon as possible, so every early vote is already tallied by election night. I'm Yolanda Harris. The president seems to be confident he can take on the next presidential debate despite his recent hospitalization for COVID-19. Tracy Townsend has the latest. This morning he tweeted, quote, I am looking forward to the debate on the evening of Thursday, October 15th in Miami. It will be great. But his physicians say he's still not totally in the clear. He may not entirely be out of the woods yet. The team and I agree that all our evaluations, and most importantly, his clinical status, support the president's safe return home where he'll be surrounded by world-class medical care. And although several White House staffers have also tested positive for COVID-19, the White House has turned down offers from the CDC for help with contact tracing. I'm Tracy Townsend. One of the drugs President Trump is taking for COVID is experimental and is in clinical trials in Cleveland. Laura Queso has the details. It's called Regeneron. Dr. Keith Armitage tells me University Hospitals is doing a trial of the antibody treatment like the one the president received. It does appear to be promising, and it's something that I've been enthusiastic about for a while. I think it's it's sort of super plasma, more predictable, more reliable, and more potent than plasma. The president on the cutting edge of coronavirus care, and today, showing Americans he's recovering. I'm Laura Queso. As President Trump recovers from the virus, Joe Biden is capitalizing on having the campaign trail largely to himself by hitting critical swing states. Karina Nova has more. The Democrat made his second trip to Florida in a little over two weeks yesterday. His visit to Miami was designed to encroach on some of Trump's turf. He'll follow up with a trip later this week to Arizona, which hasn't backed a Democratic presidential candidate since 1996. Trump, meanwhile, has scaled back advertising in both states and has begun doing the same in Ohio, which he also won in 2016. Karina Nova, ONN News.
Authorities say Todd Crawford of Licking County willingly turned himself in following a road rage incident that took place in central Ohio during an interstate-based parade in support of President Trump. As Tracy Townsend reports, people are speaking out in Crawford's favor. Witnesses we talk with say there are two sides to all stories. They feel Crawford is being portrayed wrongly on social media. They say they saw several truck drivers swerving into the lanes and they say they felt harassed. I mean, all I'm really hearing is that um, all the crazy Trump supporter was out shooting people. Um, I look at it like he, we were we were attacked first. We did reach out to Crawford to see if he would want to talk with us, but he declined comment. I'm Tracy Townsend. And Michigan's health department issued a mask requirement and other coronavirus restrictions yesterday, just days after the state Supreme Court invalidated the governor's emergency powers to control the pandemic. Angela Ann reports. Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer separately asked the court to declare its ruling from Friday not binding until October 30th to give her administration, legislature and local health departments time to transition. Republican leaders questioned delaying the court's decision. The court's ruling means Whitmer must negotiate with lawmakers to extend a state of emergency and any new COVID-19 orders, she writes. Angela Ann, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.